Welcome to the Good Fortune Family Podcast. I'm your host, Tyrus Walker. And it's your boy, Tay. What's going on, bro? Back again with another week, man. How you feeling? Yes, sir. I'm feeling good, bro. What's up with you? Hey, feeling lovely, man. Just getting everything into play, man. Moving parts to this moving situation, but it's coming along well and like it's supposed to, man. I ain't complaining. Right, right. Definitely. I feel good. Christmas coming around and shit. It's just a good feeling. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't know. Hey, you know, shit, my birthday's seven days away from Christmas, too. So, you know, I'm right. looking forward to that. Right. You getting turned twice. Yeah. <laughs> getting turned twice early. That's love, though. What we got going today, though? Hey, what we got going today, man, I think one of the most... One of the most anticipated conversations I think there is right now. Uh, I'm talking about the Deion Sanders decision to leave Jackson State, man. Ah, what do you feel? How how is your feelings about that? What do you feel about that? I got mixed emotions. I mean, for me, like you know, I'm I'm happy that he got the opportunity, and I mean, to me, it's still a it's still a power move, I think, for the, the quote-unquote culture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. But, but I think it's a power move regardless. Cause, I mean, he going to a, a D1 school. He went from HBCU to a D1 school, which, I mean, we said we wanted black coaches to have opportunity, you know what I mean, at the next level, right. you know. But sometimes, you know, another part of me, sometimes I just feel like, why we like? Why do we have to subscribe to that to the game that they're playing? Like, why we couldn't keep this in house? Like, I felt like he could have been the first one to start that wave. You know what I'm saying? Like, because before Dion really got to Jackson State, bro, like I don't remember seeing HBCUs like on ESPN or like they bowl games is like nationally televised type shit, like. So, to me, like, he was the leader. And, I mean, I know it takes more than one person, but it's just, like, ain't that, don't everybody have that that power, you know what right. I mean, or that that ability, that talent. Like, he got God-given talent, bro. And it's, like, I don't know who going to come, who going to be the one or, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who's going to really have that voice and have that, like, just that commitment, that passion, you know what I mean, to, to level the playing field. Like, I don't know who we're going to get in there next. But nonetheless, I mean, on a – you know, it's it's positive in it. But I can I can see a small sense of why some – you know, some people feel away, you know. Right. I can agree, man. I, I, I can agree. I can agree. And, then of course, you know, of course, I got to agree to disagree. You know? Like, I agree, of course, everything that he's done in his, his – uh, you know, everything that he's done in his position at, at head, as head coach at Jackson State, mm-hmm. I think he's done top tier. And I think we talked about it before. I said, hey, I'm standing on it. I think he is here to do magical things, man. He is starting up to do some magical things. And, and I think he's going to have a magical career mm-hmm. with his coaching thing, man, because I think what he has that's different, and, I, and this is why I definitely can agree with you, what he has is different. He has that personality and he's very personable with his players. Right. Uh, and he, you know, he, I'm pretty sure he shows them damn near like a father figure role. Mm-hmm. And to kids nowadays, you know, their parents barely would even want anything to do with them because everybody's trying to be young and shit right now. Yeah. And, 
you know, with so you see somebody putting that time in that's on that stature and has that level of notoriety and his accomplishments, you're like, damn, like, yo, this dude is right here with me. He, I'm willing to go to bat. I'm willing to do anything for bro because he willing to do anything for me. He don't even know me. You know what I'm saying? And like, look at him. He in his position. That's you know on that one on one note. That's how it looks. You know what I'm saying? And that's, but for the other thing for him. He's actually taking the time out to make these, you know, relationships with these guys. And mm. that is something beyond just HBCUs. That is something that is rare in NCAA period. You know what I'm saying? Like it ain't too many coaches that you can count that you're gonna see that, you know, everybody can like, oh man, I love coach, which you know, we'll do he's the best one. Like he always is there for me. Like some of them, you know, that shit they do this for kicks and giggles with TV. And you can mm-hmm. tell, you know, they do their side podcast and they tell you the real, real about what was going on behind the scenes and shit. Yeah. But for, but you know, for the most part, it's not too many coaches out there that's really personable with their players, man. That really care about their, you know, their their livelihoods and their longevity. Like he took his right. shit to another level, and that's why I think he's gonna keep doing magical things wherever he go because he gonna bring the program up because he gonna make them believe in themselves, like. On some cinem, on some like a dumbed down level of Ray Lewis type shit. That's right. how I look at it. Like he bring that energy, he bring that fire, and he the coach. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not you know most time these niggas old farts. Like these niggas is <laughs> these niggas really not. They never really played ball before. They just know that they know the game. You know what I'm saying? So you they give you get the respect off of that. But he a player, and he was damn sure top Hall of Famer. You know what I'm saying? Like that dude. And I, you know, I get it for, you know, him being at Jackson State and the HBCU, but I feel like he's just destined to do great things. And I think he's on each level that he goes up or wherever he goes, I don't think he's going to leave nothing behind. He's going to always bring something with him that mm-hmm. can help the next man. You know what I'm saying? Like, because shit, yeah. Colorado, I ain't going to lie, Colorado needs some help, man. One in 11, that ain't it, dog. I don't give a damn what is going on. That ain't it, man. I, I can't believe that they went one in eleven. I didn't even know that. Yeah, like <laughs> that's absurd, bro. <laughs> like, I didn't know that. It's like why are you playing? Like, why are you even on scholarship if you playing this bad? And that's why, you know, obviously when you see his press conference and stuff, it's kind of like shit. He walked in there like, yeah, we clearing house. Like that's right. it. Like, but I mean, right. you when you go one and eleven, shit, you ain't got nothing in there that you want right. to keep. <laughs> so, but you know, I it's a lot. It's a lot to it, though, man. Like at the same time, like I look at it like this. I mean, I'm an optimistic person. Like I try to be a little right. bit more open minded to the situation. Because at first, I'm not gonna lie. Like it did kind of hurt me a little bit. Like because right. I in the, in the perfect world, I seen him fulfilling his contract at minimum and all of the stars and, you know, these four and five star recruits and, you know, these um, retired NFL players or retired NFL coaches that's black. Everybody came to, you know what I'm saying? The HBCU culture and world. And we just shake the system up. And especially with NIL deals too, even though, you know, HBCUs, they may not have that same funding that Alabama got. Because, I mean, to be real, bro, like, NIO, they ain't nothing but donors being able to pay people under the table now. Like, that's really, right. like, how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, the reality is Alabama got unlimited resources. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's just, you know, that's what it is. But 
I didn't think that any of that mattered. See, that's that's the thing. I'm Dion to me, Dion made he made me feel like, and I think he made the world feel like it didn't matter. That right. you know, like you can have all those resources, you can have the money, you can have all of that. I got the culture though. Like I, I relate to my people. I'm right. honest. You know what I'm saying? I'm coming in here and I'm sitting down with these recruits and I'm keeping it real with their parents and they buying in. And it's like, you can't beat that. I don't care how much money you have. Like, people believe in you, bro. It ain't nothing that anybody can do. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, it's – I just – I don't know. In the perfect world, I wanted him to stay there and bring everybody there, which I know it takes more than him. But on the other end, I look at it like this, being optimistic about it. I mean, you taking kids from all parts of the – the country, you know what I mean, whether they came from good backgrounds or bad backgrounds, and you taking them to, you know, top level D one program, like that's that's like a different world to some of these kids, you know. So you yeah. are at, at the same time to me, I feel like you still are empowering these young black men and young black athletes to be more specific, you know, in a certain way. And then not only that, I mean, his coaching staff, you know, he's bringing people up, so. It's positive. It's positivity to it, you know. But somebody, we got, we gotta have somebody step up in the HBCU. Cause I'm not gonna lie, man. I seen a bowl game against Central. Yeah, bro. Like Central got a lot of talent. Hey, like, yo, they were great. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like that's a that was a good football team. I'm not gonna lie. That's a fact. And honestly, I think what honestly I will say, I will honestly say this because I, I watched the game too. I will say. They had a decent football team, but their quarterback was really fucking good. Like, Bro. he was determined. He was beyond determined to win that game. And you could tell, like, each time they called him on the sideline, like, when they did it, the, you know, they catch, you know, they'd be all on niggas' faces and shit, everybody, you know, paying on people's faces. He was mm-hmm. cool as a ceiling fan when they was up and when they was down. He was had the same look on his face. He right. was just determined. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wanted to win that game, and it showed, man. And like you said, like, it can't, you know, I remember, you know, we I think we had a little conversation about it. Like, you know, will uh, Deion Sanders leaving, like, dumb down Jackson State? And I don't think so. I think that he's created a hype around the team beyond himself mm-hmm. around Jackson State, the university, to, you know, keep growing from here and just keep, you know, keep that same power, that, that motion and note of, and just keep going with this shit, man. Like, and just do the best that they can possibly do to get back to where they are, you know, where they have the, the chance to be on the bigger platforms where everybody can be seen, you know, see them on ESPN. So where they're right. supposed to be at, you know what I'm saying? Like the rest of the, the rest of the D1 colleges. So for yeah, sure, like, man. We got like, I mean, you know, if you put it in perspective, like, you know, you got Eddie George, I think he had what, Southern? either Southern or Tennessee State, one of them. He had one of those schools. But, you know, like, Eddie George don't really, like, he a little bit more introverted. Like, he don't have yeah. that charisma, like you said, when it comes to right. Dion. So it's right. like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and my thing is, like, you know, you got Eddie George there. Um, I think um, Hugh Jackson was at Grambling. And then on the basketball end, I know at Jackson State, you remember Mo Williams that played with LeBron, right? Right. Like, he bro, he coached uh Jackson State the basketball team. Mm. So Let's like go. I'm I'm hoping all of these retired guys that you know got a couple dollars in their pocket, you know, 
they they good whether they doing this or whether they not. They just doing it out the love of it. You know, right. I want them to step up and call the bullshit out. Like keep it real. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's how we gonna change the situation. You know what I mean? Like you ain't you. We can't change this if if people keep sweeping things under the rug, trying to act like you know it's this, but it you know it's it's reasons why the programs and you know, the HBCU culture is the way it is. And I'm not saying that it's our fault, but I think we do play a part in it, you know. Right. So let's fix the bullshit to me. You know, that's how I feel. And I hope these NBA and NFL retired players just step up and speak. You know what I'm saying? Like, just just be real about everything, you know. But nonetheless, though, man, like I said, I think, I think what we're seeing right now is going to be monumental. That man got dreams, and you know we gotta respect that, right? You know, yeah, man. I feel like I feel like um, I can agree, man. I can agree with that. I feel like uh, feel like Deion Sanders, bro. I feel like he's just doing magical shit, bro. Like it's just magical, man. Like to see somebody come out of nowhere and just tell you, it's like Muhammad Ali. He told you what he was gonna do, and he did it. So it's like, damn, this mm-hmm. nigga's magical. Like this, he's a magic man, like. Hey, he magical, but it's, like I said, it's definitely a lot of it's a lot of them out there that needed, like you said, show face. Did he try to come up, man? Show yeah. to give back to the people that need this shit. There's a lot of kids that's being a lot of great talent beyond just on the court, in school and in the community that's just being slept on. That really need this shit. You know what I'm saying? They need that shine and that that notoriety to take them to the next level and do the right thing with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So a lot Most of kids definitely. out here that need that. Most definitely. You think Travis Hunter gonna follow? Uh, I don't know, bro. That's a great question, man. I don't know. Cause you know, like he he in the transfer portal, but he made a video saying like, you know, he not following Colorado. Like he he basically free agent out here. Like he trying to go to the best situation. Right. You know, as he should. I respect I mean, that, but I I. I I don't see it, but I, he fit really well with Dion. I think, like I mean, that I'm, was that was perfect. I I really seen, and besides that, like bro, he's the one. Well, like no, nah, I ain't. I didn't think he was. I never seen him play enough to make an opinion about him. Right. But in that bowl game, bro, like no, he the one. He really right. the one. So it's like, I also heard like Georgia would be a good situation for him. That's what I'm about to say. Like, I, I don't think, you know, of course, beyond Deion Sanders being, you know, of course, being his first his first college coach, you know what I'm saying, and on a on a serious level, you know what I'm saying, playing in a championship game or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, he should, He's doing what he should be doing, Go, you know, getting his best bang for his buck because yeah. you ain't young forever, you know what I'm saying? So you need to go to the teams that's going to get you where you need to be so you ain't playing around. You know, you can fuck around, turn up, on the college field, two shit, two years, three years, go to the league. You know what I'm saying? Go get your money. You fucking around with certain schools and you trying to stay with a coach. You're gonna be there all four years. Not saying that degree ain't gonna be bad, but that's years off your your youth. Time ain't ain't good for no hey. Time ain't nobody best friend. That shit gonna keep moving. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, so I mean shit in today's game, based off how everything going. You gotta do what you gotta do for your <laughs> longevity of youth and how much money you gonna get paid because this shit is crazy nowadays. Sports, bro. Nah, I feel you. 
That shit is wild. Like I'm I'm sick for Lamar Jackson right now, to be honest with you. Like I think he's coming back, bro. He probably gonna come back, bro, but it's just him getting hurt. Like that takes away from that money. You know what I'm saying? They can that's some shit to doc. Oh, you got hurt. Oh damn, that leg, you might be only good for about three, four, five years of that leg. So I don't know if you work that you work that value. Like Yeah, I mean, I think they're gonna play that game with him, but also I feel like see you got y'all still in playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm not mistaken, I think y'all were nine and five, nine and six. Yeah, we we nine and I think nine and five. We definitely uh yeah. no so nine and four. We 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 not we in a wild card right now though. Okay, so y'all, I mean, y'all in there, you know what I'm saying? So knowing <sighs> knowing now listen, I know you don't want it in off the skin of your teeth, but listen. <laughs> no, I'm saying like it's just of course we're gonna get in, but what we gonna do? I'm gonna be honest with you, we're not but gonna listen, do much. We're but not nah, gonna do much, bro. No, nah, I mean, but that's okay though, because this this it's is why not I, okay. For, for Lamar Jackson's sake, I know for a fan's sake, it ain't okay. But for Lamar, I think of it like this. Okay, I got hurt. Cool. But I'm such a team player that I'm coming back. I take my team to the playoffs. Whatever happens, happens. That says a lot. You know what I'm saying? It to does. me. Now, now, when it comes to negotiation, does it matter? I don't know. Right. That's you know? the part. That, see, know. you talking from – let's. we're talking from – uh, the fan. I'm talking from what I would do, you know, like if I was GM, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I mean, no, you speaking as a fan, you saying what you would do as a fan, but in the reality of it, when it comes down to the number crunch and the value of the player, regardless or not, because it's like I said, it's coming down to the money now. If you get hurt, that take time off you. Odell having an issue right now. He is perfectly fine and healthy. He can't, he's having an issue trying to figure out, can he get on the team and will the team play him? Cause he's cause he has too many injuries and he's like he's still going through something right now. So I think the- yeah, I think Odell, I think he really uh he blew he blew his shit up though. Like he made it seem like he was really good, like he ready to go. And then he realized like, oh shit, I need a couple more weeks. Like that's what it sounds right. like. Yeah, he- you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's like you done put it out there, bro. Like you don't you done stirred it up. Right. And then behind the scenes, they're talking about you you low-key supposed to be out for a little more time because you got a specific injury that needs to heal longer and all this extra shit. Like you trying to you trying to push the I mean, I get it. He stood like like I said, that time shit. Hey, time is not on your side, bro. You gotta move with it. Make sure you do what you gotta do while you can, cause nah, I feel you. Once that shit is over, it's over with. And he's trying to get in anywhere right now just to, you know what I'm saying, get on the field to show that he can do it. Yeah, like, man, it's I, I, get, I definitely get it, man. I I don't know how it's gonna play out for Odell, right. but I think I don't know, man. I'm trying to, I you know, because I really want Lamar. You know what? Honestly, if Lamar don't get paid, like I want that to happen, because I'd rather for him to not get paid for the and the, for the Ravens to show their true color and have to deal with that. And Lamar go into another situation that could potentially be better. Yeah, I mean, I nice. just, I hope, I hope, I hope it come down to a situation where you hope they pay him. <laughs> no, I mean, not, nah, not even that. Honestly, not even just pay him. Like on some real shit, I wouldn't pay him that much, but give him a good amount. You know what I'm saying? Give him, give him what he's worth, but don't overdo it because you still got to play, uh, pay other players that we need. Yo, fuck what you heard. Our defense is trash. I don't – we're not going to defend shit. We might do good. Like I said, the first three quarters after that fourth quarter, 
we're trash. Like we're no good. I'm watching yeah. every game and this shit is sad. Like we'll turn, we'll start off like we're doing something, but it just end up bad. But I like you said, I do hope that he do get he do a good, you know, he do get his he get paid. And I definitely do hope that Odell, you know, keeps striving for his dreams, man. And on that note, we're gonna switch over to the next topic, bro. Yeah. And next topic is, bro. Why is it important to not to not allow people to determine your goals, your personal goals? I think that's important because I think the path that you paved for yourself, well, we don't really pave our own path. I think God paved the path for it. That's written with your name on it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like you it's your lane. You know what I'm saying? And there's no issues in your lane necessarily. So it's like that's meant for you. You know, so when it come to, you know, goals and certain decisions that you want to make and stuff, you can't really take in consideration somebody else's life and try to emulate exactly how they did it because that's how they did it. You know what I'm saying? That didn't that didn't work for you. And there's multiple ways to get things done, especially right. in today's time. Right. You know. But yeah, man, I mean I just feel like everything is just meant some some things are meant for certain people and other things, you know, are meant you know, meant for you. Right. But why, but what would you say? What would you say on the part of like, on the part of people like say, okay, say you got your cousin, your brother telling you, hey man, I'm I'm trying to be this. I'm trying to be a damn a skateboarder, professional skateboarder. Mm-hmm. And you got your cousin and your brother telling, man, that shit's stupid as hell, bro. What the hell are you doing that for? Like, why would you go do that shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? Which is that would you stop doing you? Are you supposed to stop doing and listen to them? Or are you supposed to keep going for what you believe in? What you feel about that? Like, nah, of, of course not. Like, I, I mean, again, I think that is, I think it's for you specifically, you know what I'm saying? So like people going to have their opinion, you know, that's like, but I, I also feel like people going to have an opinion regardless. Like, even if you, became that professional skateboarder that you said you was, it's still going to be like, man, yeah, but such and such might be doing it bigger than you, you know what I mean? Or such and such, you know, got this brand deal, you know? It's like, it's somebody always going to have something to say about what you're doing, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like, you got to put your blinders up, you know what I'm saying, sometimes. And, right. and have that tunnel vision to just say like, yo, I feel like this is destined for me. You know, and you don't want to look back in life and, and feel like you done made decisions based on other people. You right. know, that's 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 how I live. You know, right. I'm pretty, I mean, me and you, you know, me and you, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how other people may live. And I understand that's easier said than done because sometimes when it comes to family, you care about them so much and you value the perception that they have on you and you trust them. So, yeah, right. you, you do take consideration of it, you right. know, but... At the same time, it's like at some point you got to make a decision and be firm and stand on it for yourself. And if you're wrong, you know, go back and, you know, if you want to try somebody else's way, then then do it, you know. But I think your way should be the first one right. so you can learn, you know, and not be not point the finger about failing or something right. going wrong, you know. Yeah, that's a fact, man. Like, definitely – Go for what you believe in and go for just go for what you believe in, man. That's the most important. Cause being that shoulda, coulda, woulda guy or mm-hmm. girl, that shit is not it. 
Nah, for real. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be 40, 50 years old sitting in somebody's living room talking about your glory days all day. It's like, what the fuck you got going on right now? You know what I'm saying? That's important. I'm telling you. That shit is real, man. Not allowing, you know. And I, like you said, going back to what you said of, you know, having people around you um, that you value their word. And it can mm-hmm. be hard sometimes to, I guess, be in certain positions and, you know, not feel like you letting somebody down by making a certain decision or going for what you want to go for. And yeah. I would say, you know, I would definitely say it's not a, it's not an easy journey to go on. It's not an easy route to take, but it's worth it in the end. I would definitely right. say that because in the beginning of it and in the midst of it, you're going to go through your turmoil. You're going to go through your gripe. You're going to feel like shit ain't going your way. You might feel like, uh, you know, it's just an, it's something that's too unobtainable or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, how high, how low, don't matter. Mm-hmm. You can do that shit just based off of preparing and planning. It's making sure you understand, you know, keeping track of your steps along the way towards the goal and journey that you have. So I think those, you know, having that mindset and just going for broke and going for yourself, like, Believing in who you are and what you're trying to become, that shit is a, that is beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people did get caught in the midst of they get caught in the shadows of other people because they they listening to too much. You know what I'm saying? They're not really letting their brain know what they need to be knowing. Like they somebody telling them some shit. They're like, oh well, I don't. They said that I might not be too good at it, so maybe I'm not too good. Right. When you start doing that shit, that's when you you know you already putting in your brain and start thinking the dumb shit that don't even need to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, yeah. like they they said what they said because they don't understand my vision. That's why they said, you know what I'm saying? They ain't there yet. It is what it is. And if they don't shit, if they don't fuck with you because of whatever you believe in, that's just letting that's God showing you the people that's gonna be on that's gonna be on the the wagon and not be on the wagon with you in certain situations. Yeah, and I mean for me, I like hey. For me, I feel like how would you ever know your real potential, your real capabilities if you never take a chance? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, not everything is um, – as long as you stay in your comfort zone, you you know, you confine yourself to growth. Right. You know, well, for growth opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Right. You'll never know. You know, you, you, you'll, you'll stay in the same level that you always stay at. So I think – Sometimes at some points, you know, we got to step out of that comfort zone and, and say, man, you know what? Like, I'm passionate about this. I feel good about it. You know, I'm going to just take the risk. And if it right. don't work, I'm okay with it not working. And um, just move on from there, you know. Start right. over Start over from, from ground zero again. Do you think, like, because I feel like this is kind of like similar to what we're saying. Do you think people should have a plan A and a plan B? I guess so. I would say yes, but I would say it differently. Like I would say, I wouldn't say just a plan A and plan B. I would say you should always have multiple things going on at once. Like, not saying you got to be, you know, in the percentage wise. I would say shit. If you trying to be a professional basketball player or football player, mm-hmm. go ahead sixty percent that joint. You know what I'm saying? Go crazy with that. But at the back end, think of some think of because you know we you know times is changing, money changing, technology is changing. Mm-hmm. You need to be figuring out, hey, what is something else I can do on the side when I'm not playing ball? Is it cutting hair? Is it making websites for somebody? Am I a digital marketer? Like, whatever it is on the side that you could potentially make some type of money with on the side, I feel like 
grow that pie as well. Put 20 into that. And then you got another situation that you're just doing on your free time. Like when you feel like it is what it is and you're making money off of it. It could be fixing things or making mm-hmm. little things, you know what I'm saying? And selling them on the, on the internet. Whatever right. it is, I, I feel like it should be taught from the youth to understand multiple sources of income. Like don't never just get too focused on one basket because just think about the people, the amount of people that we know that have degrees and they're still just trying to figure out life in just the simplest form. You know what I'm saying? Like it take a lot, you know what I'm saying? But it take shit you got to do. Like you said, you got to try. If you never try, you ain't going to never do nothing. Right. You'll never know. See, I don't see. I, that's a question. It was interesting because when I thought about it, I was like, man, sometimes I feel like people set plan A's and plan B's because they don't believe in plan A. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. But at the same time, you know, it's really nothing wrong with resources. And what right. I mean by that is, you know, and and being um, skillful in more than one way. That's right. what I would say. You know, right. so like when it comes to plan A's and plan B's, it's like, I think you should go all out with your plan A. Right. You know, and and if it's for you, then it's for you. And you keep pushing until you recognize that that's just not for you. You know, right. the opportunity is dormant. Then I move, then you should move on to plan B, you know, which technically that's how people kind of do it, you know. But I think, I think it's just, it's, it's honestly just, it's one of the things I think is different for every single person. Some people work really well with having just one plan. And some people, like, I'm the type of person I feel like I need a plan A and a B because I like to have resources. I like to, the more tools I feel like I have in my toolbox, like the more efficient I feel, the more confident, the more uh, potential I, I find myself having. You know what I'm saying? But for other people, they may need one tool to be able to get the job done. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you just got to know your capabilities, I think, man. And, you know, really, really be honest with yourself. I don't think it's any, I don't think either way is incorrect. Yeah, I think that's just an interesting. I think that's a question that you ask a child. I think is when you get grown, it's kind of hard to understand that because when you're going through, only people that get to live our dreams is athletes or professional people in certain in certain degrees. I was certain to a certain degree. I would say like most people just working a job because they got to like they doing some shit they might not really want to do, but for the people that can, you know, do what they love to do. You pat like that's something you're beyond passionate about. Like you, you know, you actually for it. That's a hey, that you're living a wonderful life. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people that's just going really hard and playing A and they don't like it. You know what I'm saying? And they found out that it wasn't for them. But that's why I think that, you know, of course you should definitely go with plan A, but a hey, plan A can't be done forever. It comes right. a time where you gotta stop. You can't always be, you can't be a damn business management manager forever. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you play it smart, you should be doing stocks too. So that's still something you're doing on the side. Or you putting money into a 401k. Hey, that's still something being done on the side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Put into a certain situation. Because something got to come to a halt. And that's why I was saying, I think it should be taught at a young age to learn how to dibble and dabble in a few things, but still have something that you can, you know, as a, as a main goal, but always know how to maneuver and make certain situations that make money because hey that's the way the world is going right now right and going into that brody 
what we got for sports, man? What's the what's the what's the what's the week looking like this weekend, man? All right, so at one o'clock, Christmas Eve. Majority of the games this week is Christmas Eve. First and foremost, I just want you know the people to know that. Um, but one o'clock you got Baltimore and Atlanta. Four o'clock you got Philly and Dallas, and then Christmas Day, one o'clock, Green Bay and Miami. Okay, those are three picks that we choose from this week. All right, starting with, with one o'clock. Uh, shit, you already know what I'm going with the squad. I'm going with Baltimore. <laughs> Hope, I'm hoping we put it out, man. I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna say it. Talk almighty about them, but I, I hope we pull it out, man. That's all I can say. Get well, Lamar, man. That's all. Get well, bro. I'm gonna pull a fan. I, I want to pull a fan duel, so I'm gonna take Atlanta plus four. Plus four. If I was yeah, if that was my my bet, if I had to pick this game in a bet, it'll be Atlanta plus four. Okay. I think that's that one's gonna come down to the wire. I think y'all could pull it out, but I think it's gonna come to the wire. It's gonna be tight. So I'm a I'm a roll with Atlanta just you know just to be opposite for me. Um. Ah no, I don't want Atlanta. I wouldn't pick that. Because the rookie, the rookie quarterback is in for uh, Atlanta. I forgot about that. Right. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm go Baltimore. I'll Baltimore. go Baltimore. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, man. I really think it's the coordinator for the defense, man. I really think so. We need to do some adjustments, man. Uh, that's I. I'm tired of looking at the sadness. I have no issues for it. It's just it's just a wild one. So we, we got the, we got the Dallas and the Philly game. What do you think about that? Oh, if right now they're talking about Jalen Hurts may not be playing, right? So that, that shoulder, you know. Um, yeah. Damn, I wanted him to play bad too. I wanted him to light, uh, light Philly. I mean, I, the Cowboys ass up on defense. Uh, fact. That's a fact. Boy, they talking about he a system quarterback. But anyways. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Dallas. Dallas. I think they, they need it more, and I think I think the Eagles gonna get comfortable. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with Philly, man. I'm gonna go with Philly because I don't like Dallas. I can't fuck with Dallas. I, I just can't. <laughs> I don't like the Cowboys. The fans is just always retarded. But um, well, not retarded, but they act retarded. People be going dumb. Feel like they're gonna win the Super Bowl every year, knowing they trash. But I'm gonna right. go with Philly this one, even though Jalen hurts out. I'm gonna go with Philly. Man, if Philly pull this out without Hurts, that make me nervous. I'm not going to lie. They might win the Super Bowl. Yeah. If he could do it. They are, they the, best, the, they are the best team in the league right now. I think they're right. the best team. Right. Overall, they got top to bottom talent. Like, right. Damn. But they can, go ahead. They what can you lose. I would say they can lose their next two games and still be leading the league. And not have to. they still good on that first week for the bye week. Yeah, play yeah. That's incredible, bro. They only got one loss. That right. Last time you seen some shit like that was the Patriots with uh goddamn uh, Randy Moss was out there joint. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Man, that's a crazy season. But yeah, but anyways, that uh on <laughs> Christmas Day we got <laughs> on Christmas Day we have Green Bay, Miami. Right. 
I mean, I think we both gonna go with the same team on this one though. But who you yeah, got? I'm going, I'm going with Miami. I'm gonna go yeah, I'm, Miami. I'm gonna go Miami. I yeah, think they, I think Green Bay gonna put up a little fight though. You know, right? A good fight. It's gonna be a good fight. I got Miami running away with it in the second half with about twelve points. I can see that. Yeah. Only thing that can, I can see that to really change the game is if Aaron Rodgers goes and plays like Aaron Rodgers. That's the only way they'll win. Like, and if the offensive line could block for a second, because them boys is trash. <laughs> sacked all over the place. <laughs> man, them rookie receivers, man, I, you know, they've been showing up lately. But I think the key for me, if I had to say a key for Green Bay in order for them to win, would be the defense got to keep Miami down scoring. They got to keep right. a low-scoring game and let Aaron Rodgers be Aaron Rodgers. Because, right. I mean, you know, if you if you get them the opportunity to score at least, you know, 14 to 17 points, I, th- I think Aaron Rodgers could pull that out. I can agree with that, man. That's yeah. That, yeah. It's going to be a good one, though. Those three is good. Solid game. Yeah. Right now, let me, let me hear your Super Bowl prediction right now. Uh, give me one more week. All I right. get, give me one more week, and I will give it to you. I just got to see it because it's too skeptical because there's too many people hurt and just you know iffy if they're gonna play or not. So I just want to see one more week to see if who I can pick because I really think it's gonna come down to the healthiest team all around. Like who got everybody they need to do the best. You know what I'm saying to be the best team on the field. Oh yeah, I point. absolutely agree with you on that. All right. So I, I will give it one more. I'm gonna give it one more week before my answer. But who you got right now, real quick? Forty Niners and shit. It's that AFC for me. Forty Niners and Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking Cincinnati. Okay. If that put That's, out, hey, shit, I might change. I might change it next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna keep mine in for next week because I don't, I ain't it ain't too it's too shaky right now. I can't tell. Yeah, yeah man, I you, think bro. for sure, bro. I think I think that's three solid games, bro. And I think we we gave him some good topics today, man. I think that that Dion conversation was definitely highly anticipated around the podcast world right now, like for sure, like. That's a big decision, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he's a great guy, you know what I'm saying? He has a, he developed a great program, you know, he's doing wonderful with his son. And he's just, I'm I'm looking at black excellence, you know what I'm saying? He's doing his thing, man. And then we yeah, talked to him about, yeah, for sure, man. Then we talked to him, letting him know, man, about why it's important not let people deter you from your goals, man, because shit. It's gonna be a day where you're gonna sit back and think about that part with that one person that says some shit like, "Hey man, you trash. You ain't never gonna be nothing." You think about it when you on your success, you know, on that horse riding out. You know what I'm saying? You're a success horse out here getting money. You know what I'm saying? They just trying to figure out what's going on, but right. you get into it, and that's just how it's supposed to be, man. But for sure, man, and like that, Jack, we're gonna end it like that. That's a wrap. <laughs>